You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 127. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. I know that it's everybody's goal to see the number on the scale go down, or I should say almost everybody's goal, right? Let's face it, I have a program called Earn That Body, and the goal of Earn That Body for the majority of clients is weight loss. But I think so many people are missing the boat right now because there are so many important things about getting fit and getting healthy that have nothing to do at all with the number on the scale. So we're going to talk today about 11 things that are potentially more important for your health than the actual number on the scale. And they're things that you should be looking at if you are on a weight loss journey. Because sometimes when the scale isn't moving, you have to see if these other things are moving, meaning are these getting better? Are they not? Because it could be an indication of why your weight is where it is, or if everything's going great, and this plateau is going to pass. But again, 11 things that you've got to know and also be happy about if you see these things changing. And that's what we're going to talk about today right after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. So our Eagle's Eye on Health I love this one, and actually I find it so interesting because I happen to be a huge broccoli fan. (laughs) I'm probably the only one, and maybe I'm a fan because of what I just read about it. But what this article is saying is that from arugula to kale to radicchio, some of the healthiest foods tend to be the most bitter, and that's why many people will not eat them. And it turns out that the secret to eating more bitter tasting foods may be, wait for it, eating more bitter foods. In research presented at the 256 National Meeting and Exposition of the American Chemical Society in August 2018, there's a lot of there's a lot of national meetings out there, aren't there, people? Uh, well, anyway, at that meeting, the scientists from Purdue University reported that the secret to the phenomenon lies in human saliva. The researchers researchers discovered a change in saliva of people who drank unsweetened chocolate almond milk three times a day for a week because that pure cocoa is naturally bitter, which is why it's often paired with sugar. Essentially, the composition of their saliva changed when they did that. There was an increase in the proteins that bind to the astringent compounds, which made the milk taste less bitter over time. Because saliva influences our perception of flavor, the more raw broccoli we eat, the less distasteful it may seem. Or in the case of black coffee, dark chocolate, consuming more means you'll need less sugar to mask their natural bitter edge. So I I thought that was so interesting. And right now, all you heard was dark chocolate and that you need to eat more, (laughs) right? Or coffee. Black coffee, you need to have more. Well, apparently, in order to get your kiddos to eat broccoli, you should serve it every single night. Sadly, 
I serve it way too many nights a week, my poor son. But guess what? He eats it probably because I serve it so much. And just so you know how I make broccoli, I used to I used to make it terribly. I'm I'm really not a great cook. And I used to just always steam it. You know, I would put it the hot water in the pot and I'd put the little steamer on top and I would steam the broccoli and I didn't put anything on it, no salt, no oil, nothing. And and that's how I used to serve it to my husband and my son. And they ate it and I ate it, but I, I have to tell you, I didn't crave broccoli when I made it that way. And then I started roasting it in the oven and then I got, I'm not even kidding, I got addicted to roasted broccoli. And I think to this day, I could have it every night if I roast it. And roasting broccoli is so, so easy. You just get out a pan and you put some, you massage, you wash your broccoli, massage it with some olive oil and maybe just a little bit of light salt. I don't even need to salt it. Put it all over the pan, you know, spread the broccoli out and throw it in the oven at like 400, 425 for about 20 minutes and mix it up a little bit. It is honestly so good. And I like it crispy, so I tend to leave it in a little longer. I could eat that every single night. And apparently I did once and therefore I love broccoli. (laughs) So start serving your bitter vegetables more often to the family. All right, now I wanna talk about something that I'm pretty passionate about because I work in the weight loss industry. All I wanna do is help my clients get in the best health of their life. Now they just wanna see the number on the scale go down in general, and I want that for them. But there are also really important things that they have to recognize along the weight loss journey. They have to recognize and be just as excited about some of these things improving Because the goal for me is always, I want you to get in the best health of your life. I don't just want you to get the best shape of your life, and I don't want you to just be skinny. I want you to be in the best health of your life. So we're going to talk about these 11 non-scale victories that are absolutely awesome and that should be a part of your weight loss journey. And if you're on a crazy fad diet right now, I would bet most of these are not part of that journey, and that should tell you something in itself. Okay, the number one thing that we're gonna talk about is sleep. When my clients start my program, I often hear them say, within a couple weeks of starting, I hear them say things like, wow, I am sleeping better than I ever have before. And let's face it, no one likes to toss and turn all night long. No one likes waking up to the sound of an alarm when you know you may be cleared four hours of solid sleep. So hearing I'm sleeping better than I have in years is literally music to my ears. It's often because I do help my clients reduce their alcohol intake. And notice I said reduce. I didn't say eliminate their alcohol because that that's not a way of life. Like it's not, no one's going to stop drinking alcohol for the rest of their life, most likely, unless they have a problem. And so I get my clients to reduce their alcohol intake and that alone often helps them sleep through the night. Now I'm not stating research, so it's, it's only a guess, but I also think that reducing the processed foods in their diet, again, I said reduced to say that they don't eat anything processed. I mean, That's not what it's about, it's about moderation. So reducing the processed foods, I think, and having them stop eating by 9 p.m. at night also makes a huge difference in improving their sleep. So if you're on a weight loss journey and your sleep is getting worse, not better, 
that is usually an indication of something not going right. So that is like your health not going in the right direction. Now that could be affected by stress or many other things, but it also could be affected because you're actually not eating enough. So if you're someone who is on a fad diet right now, it's possible you're not eating enough and so your sleep is getting worse. Or if you're overtraining, your sleep might be getting worse. And I actually did a whole podcast on sleep, episode number 90. So if your sleep is a struggle for you right now, please listen to episode number 90 next. But sleep is an important thing that you may see getting better. Maybe your sleep's already been fine and that's great. But if your sleep is now getting better, that is a great sign on your health and weight loss journey. Number two, another statement I hear from my clients within the first couple weeks of the Earn That Body program. I don't really feel bloated anymore. Well, hallelujah, (laughs) because no one loves it when their belly is hanging over their jeans and their waistline feels tighter and tighter with a gurgle in your stomach. Am I right? Nobody, Nobody likes the feeling of being bloated. It's a terrible feeling. And for some people, Bloating is a food allergy or a sensitivity, but I think when we start removing the processed foods, increasing the fruit, the vegetables, the whole grains, the body responds better and you start to feel less bloated. Now, that being said, there are clients who haven't been eating vegetables for a long time and the fruits and they can actually feel a little bit of gassy bloating at first because they're not used to having that much fiber. So then we have to We have to ease them in to the fruits and veggies. But in general, as you start to take out a lot of the crappy food in your diet, you get less bloated. Number three, very important one. Your bowel movements get regular. Can I get another hallelujah on this one? Very spiritual today. Uh, I've done an entire podcast on pooping because it is such an important part of the body and your health. So I'm not going to get started on my lecture on this one. But as I always say, having a bowel movement will make or break a day. And I know you're laughing and you're agreeing right now. But as we get rid of a lot of processed foods in our diet and we increase the amount of real food that we're eating, this amazing thing happens. The bowel movements often get more regular. And I don't just mean how often you have them, but also not to gross you out, but the consistency of them gets better. And again, without going into too much detail, if you want to hear my scoop on poop episode, that's number 53. I went a long time ago, just so you know, um, I actually, how long ago was that? Many, many years when I had protein powder, I was having loose stools, like all the time. But I didn't know what it was related to. And I'm like, I'm so fit and I'm so healthy and I eat so well. Like, why is my stool loose every morning? It wasn't a problem. I just thought, okay, well, obviously this is normal for me. But it it hadn't been normal. Like, I hadn't had loose stool my whole life. Um, And then, as a lot of people know from my podcast episode on protein powder, I stopped using protein powder many years ago because I found out it had heavy metals in it. And when I stopped, guess what happened? Almost within days, my bowel movements became more solid. I didn't have loose stool anymore. So the protein powder was, in fact, the thing causing me to have loose stool. Now, what was in it that was causing it? I don't know. Well, maybe it was the heavy metals. It was my body ejecting it out of my body. Um, But it's another reason I tell people, like, 
stop taking all these supplements. And, you know, just last week we did the episode on vitamins and I did my episode on supplements. Let the body eat whole food. It knows how to digest whole food. Sometimes the body doesn't know how to do with all this fake stuff that's been processed and man-made. So for me, seeing my bowel movement then get very regular, again, not in, I was always having one every day, but it was very loose. Now it's very normal consistency. That to me said something about my health. And my background in Eastern medicine, just so you know, in Eastern medicine, we ask every patient 10 questions. And one of the most important questions we ask is about their bowel movements because it tells us so much about your health. And if you are someone who struggles with constipation, that's something going on. Like you don't wanna be constipated, of course, and we wanna get you more regular. If you're someone who struggles with, you know, very loose stool, that's something going on. But if you start cleaning up your diet, and you, you might see your bowel movements get more regular, more consistent, you know, uh, better quality. <laughs> How do you want to say it? However you want to say it. But bowel movements can change for the better as you start to lose weight and get healthy. Number four, I hear this from many of my clients. I not only hear I have less blemishes, but I also hear my skin is sort of glowing again. Your skin clears up. Woohoo! Because let's face it, as we get older, we all need as much help as we can get in the skin department. <laughs> if there's a little extra glow, that's a good thing. And let's let it come naturally. Let's not inject any poisons into our skin, all right? Nutrition and hydration are essential for your skin. And it's going to show a lot quicker than you think. So again, if you're on a weight loss journey, you're losing weight the right way, guess what? Your skin might start clearing up. Number five, your cravings tend to decrease. So that sweet tooth that my client told me is holding them back from weight loss. They, they tell me, you know, I really want to do your program, but you have no idea. I have such a sweet tooth and I just don't think weight loss is going to be possible for me because I, so, I have such cravings for sweets. Well, within a few weeks of changing their diet, they usually see a huge reduction in the cravings for sweets. So yes, the first week can be tough because I do want my clients to really take out the processed sweets as much as possible. Does that mean everybody does it 100%? No. Some people have a little bit, but even if we reduce it a little bit, usually you start to get a change. So the first thing I do is I, I try to have my clients swap the cookie that they want every night after dinner for maybe some Greek yogurt with strawberries. Because honestly, a piece of fruit has a lot of sugar in it. That's why you can't have unlimited fruit. But often it will help eliminate that sweet tooth craving that you have. Another thing I help my clients eliminate are the smoothies. They're loaded in sugar. And I know you think they're healthy because they say that they only have fruit and vegetables in it, but they have so much fruit in it that honestly, a lot of the smoothies out there have more sugar than a soda does. And even though it's a fruit, if there's that much sugar, it doesn't matter. That is too much sugar. So once I get the smoothies to stop and the nightly desserts to stop, the cravings start to go down. 
And honestly, if you're the person who eats a little piece of chocolate every night after dinner and you're fine with that, that's fine. But if you eat it every night, you will crave it every night. I promise you. You have to break that habit. If you stop doing that, give it a couple weeks, you will stop craving it. You'll see. But if you're used to doing it, then you're setting your body up and that's what it is going to want. So that's a really big one to see your cravings going down. Uh, I even, I do make my clients go off soda. That is one thing that's sort of a, a big no-no on the Earn That Body program, mostly because there's research that shows that soda, especially diet, it messes with your hormones. It's going to make weight loss more difficult. So that's sort of a, a big hard no for me on my program. But again, I have clients who are like, you know what? After 10 days, I don't even crave it anymore. So give it time and that will change. And let's face it, once again, like, Who wants to crave sugar all the time when you know that it's not good for you? Number six, my clients generally see more energy. They feel they have that energy throughout the day and they have an increased mental clarity. Now, this one really does not take long at all and it starts to be a sum of all the pieces or shall I say it's a sum of all the results they start to get. As we eat better, we sleep better. We feel better. And guess what? We start to have more energy again. We stop having that 3 to 4 p.m. crash in energy. Why? Because I help my clients with their metabolism. I help them keep it fired up all day instead of part of the day. And how I do that is I generally have them eating more versus less. Everyone thinks they need to lose weight by eating less, but eating too little often leads to a slower metabolism and a ton of exhaustion. So let me ask you, would you rather starve and feel awful with exhaustion all day and hit a weight loss plateau? Because that is what will happen if you don't eat enough. You will hit a weight loss plateau. Or would you rather eat more, obviously of the right foods, feel great, and have energy through the day. Hmm. And yet so many people keep thinking that that fad diet of 800 calories a day is the way to go. But trust me, I have been helping people lose weight for 10 years now. It never works that way. Those people who do those crazy diets, they come back to me and they have put on more weight than they lost And then we have to build that metabolism all the way back up again. So increased energy, not having that exhaustion. And with that, it's kind of like a weird thing, but a lot of people tell me they have like more mental clarity. And when you're starving yourself, guess what? The brain gets foggy. You know what I mean by that? Like when you're you're just starving, it's like you can't think straight. You feel mentally exhausted and you find it hard to concentrate. But again, as we start down the path of healthy eating, consistent exercise, all of that helps the mental fatigue diminish. So like I said, it's sort of a sum of all parts. If you follow my program, if you get healthy, if you, I should say, if you lose weight in a healthy way, it doesn't just have to be my program, but if you're, if you're getting healthy, you're going to see all of these things come together. And that's what makes a healthy body and a happy life is that all these things start to work together. Okay, number seven. This one's for the ladies. 
Boys, men, you can plug your ears for a minute. This one's not going to apply to you. Your PMS reduces. This one is pretty important for the ladies, right? I see it all the time. I, my clients get a questionnaire and they fill it out before the session and I ask a lot about a woman's menstrual cycle. With my background in Eastern medicine, I know that for a woman, your menstrual cycle, kind of like your bowel movements, they actually tell us a lot about the health of a woman. And PMS is often a big symptom amongst women, which often can actually get worse as we age. But then I also see it get better for my clients by the end of my 10-week program. Once again, healthy nutrition, consistent exercise, leading to increased sleep, leading to increased energy, better bowel movements, all adds up to greater health. And I think, again, with my Eastern medicine way of thinking, that is helping a woman's monthly cycle kind of calm down and become more harmonized. And a lot of people see a decrease in PMS. They see a decrease in those PMS cravings. You know, the salty, sweet craving. I hear it all the time. I don't get that anymore. Or, oh my God, this is the first month that I didn't binge eat before my period. And if that's not a fabulous non-scale victory, I don't know what is. And for a women right now, I know you're shaking your head and you're like, I'd give anything not to have a month like that. But it honestly, it takes a lot of these changes. It takes those nutritional changes, changes that you can make. That's to me the empowering thing is if you have really bad PMS, have you tried to change your nutrition? Have you tried to work out consistently? Not overtrain. That's not what I'm talking about, but creating this harmony within your body because it's amazing when you take care of your body what it'll do for you. Number eight, my clients get stronger, faster, and they have increased endurance. Fairly simple yet awesome non-scale victory. By the end of my session, because in the Earn That Body 10-week program, they do get all the workouts that they need as well. And they do a physical assessment before the program, and they do the same assessment after. And we compare the day one to the day after, and I have yet to see someone not increase their strength, their speed, and or their endurance. So that's pretty awesome in itself. Again, not always about the number on the scale. You got stronger, you got faster, your endurance has increased. That's a healthier, stronger body. So that's exciting. Number nine, and you may hear the pitter-patter of my doggy, Figgy and Penny, coming into the room with their little claws. <laughs> Number nine, your blood work might, in fact, get better. One of my favorite things is when a client sees their doctor after Earn That Body, and the doctor sees weight loss, which is great, but they also see lower blood pressure and a blood panel that is better than the clients had in years. To me, and my clients always email me right after the doctor, so excited because the numbers in their blood panel were better than they've been in years. To me, that is way more important than just the number on the scale. I mean, it's empowering to see that this person took action to get healthy. I, I told them what to do, but they did the hard work and then it showed in their blood work. They make health changes and their body responds with a high five on the blood panel. Boom, nothing better. Of course, this is not to say 
that we can always control illness or disease. I understand we don't always have that ability, but I can assure you that a healthy, fit body will always manage those situations of illness better than if you're unhealthy and unfit. Number 10, this is a good one. So maybe the scale did not go down as much as you had hoped, but you tell me that all your clothes fit better. That's a pretty big deal. All your clothes fit better. So I have my clients do measurements for this very reason, because sometimes the scale does not show the weight loss they wanted, I have them measure themselves, you know, their chest, their hips, their arms, their thigh, all that. We do a measurement before the program started, and then we do a measurement afterwards. And we compare that, and guess what? Some people who don't drop a lot of weight often drop a lot of inches. And that generally tells me that they probably put on muscle faster. I happen to put on muscle very fast. So, you know, it's a it's a blessing in my opinion, but to some people it's not a blessing cuz they only wanted to see a low number on the scale. But sometimes it's it's better to just not be just skinny. You want to be strong. And so that might mean you weigh a little more, but guess what? You lost inches. And so that means your clothes fit better. And so sometimes people are like, "Well, I don't understand why I didn't lose that much weight because I just bought a new size of jeans." That is because you dropped the inches, you got leaner, you have muscle on you now, and muscle does weigh more than fat. Now, when those people come to me and they're like, muscle doesn't weigh more than fat, a pound of muscle equals a pound of fat. Yes, a pound of muscle equals a pound of fat. But muscle itself, in density and whatnot, it weighs more than fat. So if you put on muscle very fast, I'm telling you, like when I'm strength training, uh, like three or four days a week, if I'm trying to get ready for a video or a a photo shoot, I want to put on a little muscle, I want to look a little more toned, my number on the scale goes up, usually two pounds, at least two pounds. And I'm totally okay with that because all my clothes still fit awesome and that is muscle. So you don't always want to just be skinny. Sometimes it's nice to be strong as well. And our final non-scale victory, our final one, which is probably the most important one of anything, feeling happier and feeling better. At the end of the day, no matter what the number on the scale says, if you made healthy nutritional changes and are exercising consistently and you feel better than you did on day one, then guess what? You're winning. And eating healthy and moving your body, it makes you feel better. So to me, your, you know, your happiness, you work out, you feel that there's less depression. I mean, that's, that's research. The research has shown that. You're going to be happier. You're going to feel better than that day you started. And you're like, oh my God, I've been eating so bad and I feel so terrible and the bloating and the this and the that. That is not how you're going to feel. So even... If the number on the scale does not go your way, are you seeing these 11 non-scale victories? The next time you weigh in and you don't see the number you're hoping for, I want you to ask yourself this. Do you feel better? Do you sleep better? Do you have a bowel movement better? Do you have more energy? Is your skin clearing up? Are you less bloated? 
Are you stronger? Are you faster? Do your clothes fit better? And if the answer is yes to many of these, then it sounds to me like you're on the right track to the best health of your life. So keep it going. You're going to hit the number you want eventually if that number is reasonable. But in the meantime, be grateful for what you have achieved so far. And then thank your body because your body is amazing and it's doing everything it can to keep you alive. All right? So sometimes I just feel like we have to take that focus off the number on the scale and be really proud of everything that you have done for your health. All right, everybody. This was a really important episode. It's something I'm very passionate about. And I hope that it resonated with you. If it did, this is a really good one for a social media share because it might help someone else who's struggling with their weight. And it is my personal goal to reach as many people as I can to help them get fit and healthy in a way that is life sustainable because the fad diets are not sustainable. And I feel like, honestly, at at one point a few months ago, I think I was telling my sister, my market is so saturated now. You know, there's so many, everybody on Facebook is doing a health program. And then I realized, no, no one's doing what I do. Nobody's teaching people how to eat real food in a balanced way, in a sustainable way, where their health is getting better, where these 11 non-skill victories are happening. People are trying to do it quick, They're trying to do the fads. They're trying to make it simple or a pill or don't eat carbs. or No one's doing it this way. And this is the way that it has to be done. And I'm almost embarrassed to sell my programs because I'm I'm selling you real food eating. Like to me, it's like, you know, selling you breathing. (laughs) But I understand that some people need to be educated on how to do it right. So again, I am passionate about it. If, If you feel like this is something that you would share on, your social media channels, it is always appreciated. Sometimes what I love, as I've done before, is if you post a little picture of maybe listening to this podcast episode and you post it on your Instagram story or your Facebook story, tag Earn That Body. And the way you tag it, you use a little at symbol, at Earn That Body. And that way it'll notify me. And I tend to give out prizes when I see people do that. So this would be a great one to share because again, I, I just want it to help as many people as possible. If you ever have a question about the Earn That Body programs, you know you can always reach out to me directly, kim at earnthatbody.com, or go to the website, earnthatbody.com, and definitely join us for Summer Body Boot Camp, because that's starting April 8th. It is open to everybody, and it is going to be a kick booty program, full body. We got to get your summer body ready, right? The workouts are awesome. And for that, go to shockthatbody.com to get registered. Have a fantastic week, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Always here to bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information that you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.